Blog Talk Radio. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. You've just landed in the Sin Bin with your hosts, Paul Rogers. Hey, you went to Princeton and we're all Eastern, weren't you, Ned? That's what it said in the yearbook, Jim. Uh-huh. And Otto Rogers. You <laughs> what a life. See ya. Yeah. All right, let's show them what we got, guys. Okay. All right, yeah. Get out there on the ice and let them know you're there. On my box, I'll be waiting in Florida. All right. Welcome to a very special edition of the Seattle Sinbin Podcast. I am Paul Rogers, your host. Uh, I believe Otto is hanging around here somewhere. Um, you know, I have no show sheet plans for tonight. This is a, a last-minute thing. And I just see a bunch of phone numbers on here. And I'm just going to start unmuting and see who's on. I believe who is on is going to be Otto Rogers. John Barr, and Brian Robinson. Guys, are you there? I'm here. Hey, Paul. This is, this is John Barr. All right. I Otto. hear John. I heard Brian. And Otto, you're there too? Yep. I am here. All right. So um, I'm actually expecting Chris Daniels of King 5 News to call in any time. And uh, when he does, we'll go straight to him. But uh, this has been a gigantic week. Um in the Seattle sports scene. Um, Monday, the Seattle City Council finally approved the arena. Um, somebody just dropped here. Um, on Wednesday, hello? All right, on Wednesday, yeah. um, I'm unmuting someone again. That must be John. Um, on Wednesday, the mayor. Uh, Mary Jen- Mayor Jenny Jerkin and Tim Lewicki, uh got together and signed the MOU. And today, today the NHL had its Board of Governors meeting. And at the conclusion of those meetings today, uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman announced that, voila, Seattle is going to be allowed to submit an expansion application. Um, he didn't mention Houston. He didn't mention Quebec. He didn't mention any other town. It's not an open expansion process. Seattle is being invited to to submit an expansion application. Um, And they are going to be allowed to do a season ticket drive in the coming months, which is going to be very important. And while nothing is guaranteed, uh, a team is not guaranteed yet, this is certainly, in my mind, the biggest cause for celebration we've had in a long time. Uh, Guys, Brian, let's start with you. How, you. how are you feeling after today? He's speechless. <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep getting calls dropped. I'm having technical difficulties with the studio tonight. So, um, John, how about you? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You can hear me, right? Um I, I can hear you. What, how, how are you? How are you feeling tonight, John? Uh, I this whole week has been a whirlwind for me, and I I've been overwhelmed since Monday and numb right now. To be honest, I am so unbelievably excited 
Uh, I, I, it's, uh, it, they, I, you know, we, we got the vibe that the NHL was going to announce something out of the board of governors meeting, like, you know, reports started to come out of Canada that they're going to be looking toward the vote and the vote went well. And, you know, we thought, so I thought something was coming. Everybody, everybody, all the hockey beat was, was on it and trying to say something's coming. They're going to announce something. But this, like, exceeded even my expectations. Like, I couldn't have asked for anything more. I mean, it's just incredible to be at this stage in this process, right? I know we have some work to do, but for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm confident in Seattle's ability to deliver. All right. Uh, Otto, how are you feeling? Otto's face is trending on Twitter, Twitter by the way. <laughs> Otto, how are you, why are you tw- trending on Twitter? I I think it's the uh, name, the team uh, image that's kind of making its way around. I think I think people, you know, what, what's really great is I'm feeling great by the way, and I think what's really great is now we're arguing about what the team name should be instead of trying to figure out what's the best location, you know, what what's the ownership group. We're actually having discussions and arguing with each other about what the name should be, and that's amazing. My I, my Twitter timeline is just blowing up with people going back and forth about arguing, should we call this team the Metropolitans or should we call this team the Thunderbirds or the Totems? And that's, you know, and that's amazing. I'm, I'm through the roof right now. I am, I am completely, you know, ecstatic. You know, we started this process uh, back in 2006 to, you know, bring the Sonics back. And this is like the first time, this feels like a real tangible step to bring the sauce back, but then also we get a we get an NHL franchise, and I know technically it's not a hundred percent positive, but it feels like it feels like this is like this is going to happen. I mean, I don't want to jinx it or anything, knock on wood, but it feels like this is going to happen, and I'm just super excited, and I'm just it's just great, it's just great talking about it with everyone and how pumped everyone is. So I'm just I'm just that. Brian, are you back with us? Ryan, can you hear me? Paul, can you hear me? It's Chris Daniels. Oh, Chris. Okay, I I didn't recognize your number. <laughs> I had we've been let, letting uh, King Five reporter Chris Daniels just uh, labor away uh, on hold. Chris, I, I apologize for that. I thought you were Brian. Um, so. Kings Five reporter Chris Daniels, who has been recovering this story since approximately 1992. Uh, <laughs> Chris, I, I know that you are um, a classic reporter, and you are all about objectivity and reporting the news um, without bias and all that. But you got to be a little excited, aren't you? Uh, I would say it's the most significant day in this story since probably the the, the Kings announcement uh, when it appeared the NBA was coming to Seattle. Uh, I would uh, I would say by everything but the name, uh, this is a conditional uh, awarding of a franchise to Seattle. That's what it is. It's essentially saying we're only going to Seattle with an expansion franchise. And here's our conditions. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, obviously there's a ticket drive and 
that hoops have to be jumped through on the key arena side of things and making sure that deal goes through. But I, I expected something tomorrow. I didn't expect it today. Uh, and I expected it to be uh, not as forceful as what we heard from Gary Bettman. I think that, uh, you know, the, 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 the guys across the border uh, at TSN, and, and, and there's a few of them that do a great job, uh, you know, they, they were not expecting uh, something uh, like this uh, out of the Board of Governors meeting. It was uh, – the thought was maybe it would be uh, a very – uh, uh, loose, vague statement about interest in Seattle, but this, the, the words from Bettman that they're only considering Seattle, they're only co- going to consider a, uh, a an application from Seattle, they're only going to consider an application from David Bonderman and Jerry Bruckheimer, and it's going to be $650 million, uh, all predicated on a season ticket drive ahead of that. I, I, I think you look at that and say, the NHL says they want to come to Seattle as long as uh, everything is done on Key Arena and as long as tickets are sold in advance. It's a conditional franchise. Uh, And and I think that uh, it's it's been impressive. I I looked at a couple of the other uh, reporters tonight. We were talking about it at uh, the uh, Mayor Jenny Durkin hastily called press conference. We're like, wow, the, the MOU was passed uh, like three days ago, right? Uh, I mean, it, there's been a lot that has happened in 72 hours. Uh, it, it's been yeah. a whirlwind. And I, I know that, um, you know, there there have been people that have wanted to pick apart Tim Laiwicki's credibility. And uh, it, there has been a lot of skepticism. Some of it uh, has uh, been, been warranted uh, by, by people in this market. But, but Tim Laiwicki came in uh, this week and said, I, I think you're going to hear about the NHL soon, wink, wink, and yeah. uh, if this is approved, and, and look what happened. So uh, for him, it, it's, a, it's a win in that uh, besides the fact that the MOU was approved by the council, signed by the mayor, uh, in terms of credibility factor, uh, boy, he, he earned some points with this announcement today. It's It's significant, and – uh, I, I think anybody who says otherwise uh, is, is uh, crazy. I mean, it's it's a significant <laughs> day in, in what has been a 10 or 11 year long saga that you know that I have uh, I've been on, and um, it, it will be interesting to see how this plays out now, p- perhaps over the next six to nine months. Uh, but but uh, I, I don't think it should be downplayed. I mean, this was a for the NHL to do, and Gary Bettman, uh, who is a master wordsmith, to, to do what he did today and, and say as much as he did today, it, it's a strong sign. It's almost like they've been waiting for Seattle to get something done. <laughs> it's almost like uh, he had some kind of handshake agreement with Tim Lewicki before. I mean, it, well, I, I think it, the, it shows you it shows you the confidence at this point that the NHL has in that deal in that arena design in David Bonderman and Jerry Bruckheimer. Uh, they don't get to this point and, and name drop people as owners and uh, talk about a specific project if they don't have a certain level of confidence. Um, yeah. and, and and you know how uh, Bettman has been cagey in the past, not only about Seattle, but, but other projects. I mean, he is 
He is a master wordsmith, an attorney by trade. He knows what he's knows what he's saying with every single word. And uh, I think it was a very strong statement uh, for him to say what he said today about Seattle. Right. Now, I want to take you briefly back to a very dark day in Seattle, which was May 2nd, 2016. Uh, the yep. Soto vacation application was rejected, um, five to four, and all five no-birds votes were female council members. And, of course, we all know what happened after that. There was a small but extremely vocal minority of fans that went after um, those council members with uh, vitriol, misogyny, and apparently, I'm just realizing after your article this week, uh, threats of rape and and that kind of thing. And and Chris, you had a great article um, earlier this week where you interviewed uh, Deborah Juarez, and she really has put a lot of work into this effort. And um, I, I think she deserves a lot a lot of credit. Uh, talk about what your perspective on Deborah Juarez. Well, uh, Deborah Juarez, uh, as you know, is a relatively new council member. Uh, she's been there a couple of years, and um, I, I think what what people didn't know, and, and, and the hope with that article uh, was to shed light on the last eighteen months, how the negotiations came to be, how what seemed impossible, and and, and yours truly thought uh, it was really difficult to pull off how all of a sudden it became possible and and, and also shed light on all, all the stuff that happened uh, in, in May and and what that did to the atmosphere in Seattle about a new arena and the political landscape. Juarez uh, had put a lot of work into it. I mean, I, I got to know her a little bit before that May 2nd vote. And she is known in City Hall as a researcher, somebody who does her research, who is pragmatic. Uh, and uh, she wanted to get across, look at all the work I did on Soto. And part of the reason why she and uh, the other council members were upset, but particularly her, is she felt that she had done a, a lot of work on Soto and, and, and felt like she was completely disrespected because she was a woman. And uh, if you can imagine, you, you put a lot of work into something and you get criticized and, and told that you don't know what you're talking about because you're a certain gender. And so that's what the, that's what that article uh, was partly about. But also what, what I tried to convey uh, were, were her words. I mean, she, she is also known around city hall for dropping an F-bomb to make a point. And it, it is a reflection of her, her passion and uh, on, on issues. And I, I think that came across through the, uh, the story that we published. Uh, she, she's fired up about this uh, for the city of Seattle. And I think you saw today, you know, she donned the Seattle, Seattle Metropolitan's Jersey uh, and threw out a couple of potential mascot names uh, she's taken a lot of pride in this because she's put a yeah. lot of work into it. And, and I say that from what other people have told me and, and uh, around city hall and how David Bonderman came and talked to her and he talked to her about the, the comment made at the Uber board meeting and how Tim Lewicki came and, and talked to her. And 
the, the, the department heads, and, and she was the conduit for this. This, this was her. This is her biggest piece of legislation, and uh, I think uh, for her on a day like today, that she she has reason to smile, and, and that's why she was kind of sharing the limelight with uh, Mayor Jenny Durkin on this. Is she she did a lot of the heavy lifting, and uh, you know, hopefully, we got all of that across in that article uh, that we published. Uh, I, I've had, I should say, that a lot of people. It, it's been interesting. Um, have have told me personally how much they enjoyed it. Social media is another <laughs> another different place, and um, uh, but uh, but uh, I know that uh, a lot of yeah, people you're a trader now, Chris. To, yeah, uh, a lot of people uh, <laughs> at, at City Hall have uh, have told me that that was a genuine reflection of of the work that she has done and of her personality and. Uh, she was she was smiling today, no doubt about this announcement. All right, hey, hey Chris, um, Chris Daniels, this yeah, is John Barr. Um, I just wanted to say that article was outstanding, and I never knew the extent. And I, and I think you you told a great story in it, and she she helped tell that story for sure. And I, I was just so impressed by that, and I I hope that people read it and kind of take it in and, and kind of think about things a little bit on how that reflected in the, in the sports fans in Seattle, because, you know, it wasn't just Sonics fans or hockey fans or anything that is sometimes that comes out in sports fans. And, and I just thought it was outstanding. So I just want to kind of comment there. Well, thank you. I, I, um, you know, it, I, I think it's, it, it, gosh, it, it's tough. I, I go to these city council meetings and I tell you, it is tough to be an elected leader in Seattle they they take a lot of grief to their face, uh, but that that was a whole nother level uh, in, in May, and and I think you know even though Chris Hansen and his group had absolutely positively nothing to do with that, and issued a strong statement condemning it, it was it was that it, the, the 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 guilt by association thing. Man, it was tough to. Uh, for them to have a substantial conversation, I mean, that was uh, those bridges uh, after May were were burned. I mean, for lack of a better metaphor, I mean, the, it, it was tough for uh, the Hanson camp to come back after all of that and, and all of that blowback uh, to the council members and have substantial conversations. And I think you know, it hurt them uh, as uh, this uh, as this dialogue over the last year plus. Uh, with with the Waiwiki group and with AEG, as that as that continued, it was it was tough to get an audience for for that group yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. of uh, that social media pushback. So, you know, hopefully that was all relayed in that story. I think uh, you know it, it, it was the first story where I had to have a uh, parental advisory or language advisory. <laughs> but um, you know, if you've been around Deborah Juarez, you know that's how she talks and and. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, Tim Lewicki even made a, a reference to it on on Wednesday at the the signing. I mean, that's that's who she is as a council member. And you know what? Her passion for this project, uh, you know, clearly clearly got it over the finish line. And here you are today yeah. with an announcement from the NHL 26 hours after that 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 language uh, that that legislation was signed. So it, it says yeah. something in the big picture. Whenever, whenever we write this story about uh, the, the first puck dropping or the first tip-off, 
uh, you know, Deborah Juarez will be a part of that. Awesome. Yeah, and awesome. you know, Chris, for 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 Soto supporters out there that are that are still holding out hope that uh, Chris Hansen can still get that vacation, it seems the chances pre- seem pretty slim. First of all. <laughs> Uh, just because of circumstances, but I, what I've noticed is that that some of the supporters had not learned their lesson. They they hope that by insulting the council members through Twitter, through Twitter, through Facebook, through whatever it is, that they can just bully them into uh, supporting a street vacation. And I, and I think it's just making the situation worse. And if they want, it seems to me if they want to have a chance at all for Chris Hansen to get that vacation, they need to learn that lesson. I mean. I don't know if well, I, not, and again, I, I again, I, I don't think he has anything to do with that, and the Hanson Group doesn't have anything to do with that. Uh, but I don't know how you police that if you're the if you're the Hanson camp. It, it, it's tough. Besides issuing yeah, another statement, I mean this. Um, and and, and to, to your point about getting the street vacation, the the. This has all been clearly strategically laid out in a calendar. Hey, if the if the city council approves this on Monday and the mayor signs it on Wednesday, the NHL has something to talk about on Thursday and Friday. And you know what? It, the, in this game of leverage, uh, it now puts pressure on the city to make sure that the uh, environmental review is done properly, the traffic uh, plan is done properly uh, because of the potential for an NHL franchise in 2020. It's a lot like what Chris Hansen had back in 2013 with the Kings looking like they were coming here. Uh, council members were signing off on things. He he needs a team now, and uh, he needs it in Soto in, in order to get that project going. And, and the, the, the tough thing to think about now is how, how that works with a city – owned property, uh, a city park, if city council members would be willing to allow a street vacation for an arena, which would compete with all of that, you know, I, I, I think that's, that's where it gets tough unless there is an NBA team that is willing to come to Seattle and only to Soto. uh, If that, that's the, that's the, the, the odds he's, he's up against now. Um, There is now a tremendous amount of momentum with uh, this NHL announcement behind key arena, behind Seattle center and, and the Tim Wiki led group. Right. Um, Otto, do you have anything for Chris before we let him go? No, I just, well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to thank Chris for, for all the coverage he's done over the, you know, since, I mean, for the last 10 years. And, and I'm just glad that, you know, he's going to be able to, like, cover, you know, the team announcement and the the opening of the new arena and not, you know, these kind of these little council meetings, uh, council meetings and things that were, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad that, you know, he's, he's been there all the way and, and covering this and giving it, you know, a very respectful tone and, and just kind of being very even keel with this information because, like, like to talk about, there's a lot of divisiveness and I'm just glad that, Chris, that you're, uh, you're able to kind of just have a very kind of non-biased, you, you know, even killed toast all this. So I just want to thank you again. Thank you, Otto. I appreciate it. It's something uh, I have strived to do throughout all of this is present all sides. Uh, I know it, it, it has been a very <laughs> divisive issue. I even brought that up with the mayor, Jenny Durkin, yesterday, uh, that this has been uh, very, very tough with, 
with factions digging in uh, about Soto and with Seattle Center. Uh, and, and, you know, frankly, I, I brought it up with Tim Lewicki, uh yesterday that there, there is an enthusiasm gap, uh, and he knows it with uh, this project, uh, that not as many people are fired up, that council chambers were not as uh, full. I mean, the, the council chamber was not full on Monday for that vote. And, you know, I, I think that he believes that an announcement like today may change that. Uh, we will see. Uh, there is work to be done. The NHL needs to be marketed right, uh, and, and it probably helps to have a two-and-a-half-year head start on that uh, instead of moving a franchise here right away. Uh, but uh, there, there is work to be done, and uh, hopefully, hopefully cooler heads will prevail, and it will be, uh, it will be a more straightforward uh, process and covering it of, all, uh, of it all in the future. One more question for you, Chris. Uh, yeah. It, what role do you see Jenny Durkin playing from here on out? It, it seems like uh, she's going to be very proactive and at least publicly um, taking a leadership role in this. Where do you see her role playing out in this? Well, I, I tell you what, one thing is for sure. Uh, this Seattle mayor has probably had the best first week of any Seattle mayor of the last six. I mean, I, I, I sat there, and I'll give Art Teal, I'll, I'll give Art Teal credit. Uh, we were sitting next to each other as uh, the mayor walked out today in the Norm Rice room, and he looked over at me and he said, "Isn't this the same room where they announced the Sonics were leaving?" And I thought, "Wow, I mean, yeah, uh, almost ten years later, nine and a half years later, here we are sitting in the same room." And the mayor gets to walk out and say, I'm in day seven of my administration. And, hey, we, we, we're going to have an NHL team. And I, I've got a deal for a new arena. And uh, everything is uh, laughs and, and uh, having a good time at these press conferences. She's had, she's had a great first week. Uh, she hasn't had to deal with a, a lot of bad stuff and, and really uh, good stuff at this point. And she, uh, she would tell you, and she did tell you on the campaign, that, uh, she was a Sonics fan and uh, knows about the Sonics and has been to Key Arena multiple times, uh, the Seattle Center Coliseum before that. She's been dropping all sorts of sports references in her first week. I think she knows uh, that uh, there is a certain uh, part of the uh, community that cares deeply about this issue. Uh, but uh, I, I think, you know, she – she's going to be a supporter of getting a team here. She, and she also has left the door open for another arena. And, and we'll see, we'll see just if that plays into, uh, becomes a factor at all during her administration. But, uh, you know, her, her dropping of the, or showing the Sonic shirt yesterday and handing out socks, Sonic socks and talking about the NHL and NBA. Uh, she's having a good time with this and, uh, boy, it would be nice for any mayor to take over with all of this news coming in the first week. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think at this point we, we can say uh, she appears to be a supporter of bringing teams to Seattle. All right. Well, King 5 reporter Chris Daniels, uh, thank you for joining us once again. You've been our, our most frequent guest, and we really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate the kind words. And, uh Boy, it looks like there could be some fun stuff to talk about in the next few months. Definitely. Sounds good, Chris. All right, have a great Thanks. night, Chris. Thanks, guys.
Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, let me see here. I think Brian's on the line now. I think he's sitting on a beach somewhere. Brian, can you hear me? Not yet. I am. I, Brian, if you can hear me, um, I am trying to unmute, unmute your microphone, but the studio software tonight is being a bugger, so hang out. Please hang on, and I'll try and get you unmuted in a second. Um, but Otto and John, what are your thoughts about what Chris had to say? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, you know we've, we've just lived it, right? It's uh, every day this week is like, you know, uh, leveled up from the from the day before and it's 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 been an incredible journey right and i think about chris and how he's done such a great job covering the covering the saga um and and just uh you know i wonder what his book deal looks like already so anyway i mean there's still a couple of chapters left but but for the most part it's kind of it's kind of fun to hear him kind of feeling like there's some a little bit more clear picture on the on the end of the tunnel, right? And and we didn't talk too much about kind of the sonics, but I, I'm I'm convinced. I, I wish I would have asked him, but I'm convinced that you know, with the NHL being in this market, the NBA is gonna be a little bit more eager to jump in this market as well. And I think it'll be a, a kind of a catalyst to get the NBA to speed up their timeline a little bit, maybe out of their comfort zone and just try Cause I know this market's great. It's going to be great. Um, it's just a question of, you know, like balancing and kind of working with the owners and they probably just don't want to leave this, this market uh, empty too long. So I know I've heard Chris say that and I just, I just wish I would have asked that. Okay. I'm going to try this again. Brian, are you there? I am here. Can you guys hear Finally. me? <laughs> can you hear I the waves in the background? Right. Yeah, yeah, you're on a beach. I, I, I am. Uh, I am on a beach in Lihue, Kauai. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, but, so, uh, but, I, but but I, but I have listened to the last ten minutes, and I got to tell you, you guys are still on the dampened, muted enthusiasm. We're going to be playing both sides tone of last week. Today. <laughs> I am just excited, <laughs> and John, I think you got Otto, like, oh yeah, what a great damn day! I am so yeah. happy when I got off the plane yeah. and got that news. <laughs> yeah, it surprised it surprised me. It's a, it's a, it's uh, you know we 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 all kind of saw something coming, but nothing like this. This, is, this has just been great. Well, six six hundred fifty million is a huge number, but but. But moving so fast, I mean, what kind of message does that send? That like, they're really these guys are really going to get it done this time. Right. I think I think what solidified it for me was you know just hearing Chris saying, this is essentially a conditional like it's a conditional. If you meet these markers, if you meet these conditions, you got the team. And so having having here here you know hearing Chris say that, it just kind of it really kind of solidified to me that you know this is like this really going to happen and so it's a it's a long time <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a lot of roller coasters a lot of you know rallies but um, in the end man it's going to be all worth it well and, it, and it's so step one I mean we talked to Tim yesterday and, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off I, I'm jumping in here I'm so excited you guys have been talking oh, about it's fine, man. 
but but we talked to Tim Lawicki yesterday, and he was explaining how, look, you get the NHL, and you 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 succeed at it, and you kick butt, and you have a great franchise, and you sell tickets, and you you build enthusiasm, and and, and that's the way you get the NBA. And so, I am so emotional about this news today, but I'm also pretty passionate about uh, telling all the the people who've been a noisy the other direction, you know, it, it is time for Aaron Levine to stop dampening enthusiasm about this. It's time to get excited, sell tickets, get thrilled and cheering for the NHL. And I'm really hoping that a lot of these people who, who have been hesitant, you know, is Aaron Levine or is Sports Radio 950, are they gonna, going to root for failure for the NHL? Waiting to see it, you know? Yeah. One thing, one uh, thing I think I did see Aaron – I, I saw Aaron actually correcting someone today about that, uh, and so he he was tweeting that uh, uh, he he actually does seem excited about the NHL today. Uh, not excited about the arena, but he seems excited about the NHL, which is a good but, thing. But he but he's got to get rid of that caveat. So I I he he's Aaron's a really good guy, and I really like him. And um, he 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 I know he's going to get excited about bringing the NHL back. But you can't say, I'm super excited about bringing the NHL back, but the arena sucks and everybody's a conspiracy theorist. You know, everybody's involved. Yeah. That is that, that you can't have it both ways. At, at some point, you just got to let the other side go and say, we're getting the NHL in this market. I, we got to sell tickets. We got to build enthusiasm. We're going to be super successful to prove to the NBA what a great market we are. We're gonna, and in doing that, we're going to bring the NBA back. And if you hedge your bet and you try to like kind of wallow in it and stay salty and, and bitter and negative, that isn't going to win anything for anybody. It's just it, it's a it's a bad attitude for a sportscaster. One 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 thing I'll jump in here is is I loved hearing that interview you guys did with with Tim Lewicki that you posted. I think you posted it this morning. Like I've never seen him like that and such. It, it was much more down to earth, you know. Usually we see him in front of press conferences or microphones, but I thought that was incredible the way he talked about how it will work, how you don't want to get in front of, you know. He's been saying this: don't get in front of commissioners, don't get in front of commissioners, you know. And you're like, oh sure, like how are we supposed to take his word? And then boom, delivers the NHL team, and that conversation that you posted, I thought it was just incredible. And it, it this guy's all about getting it done and he wants to be successful. He wants to bring the Sonics back, you know, and he, and he's got kind of a basketball partner with Bonderman. So it's gonna, it just, it just feels, I think there's reason to be optimistic about the NBA coming back. And I said, I think NHL will help it come back sooner. Yeah. So you, you just look I at the, the, the con to pressure the NBA. Yeah, I, Go ahead, yeah, Brown. It, we're a great market. Tim talked a little bit yesterday about people in Seattle don't realize how good we are, how much we've got going for us in terms of, of the economy here and the market share and the whole kind of Cascadia region um, of being able to draw audience from Idaho, Alaska, Montana. Um, they want to be here. He also said very clearly the NBA wants to be here. Um, it's, it's going to happen. I thought what was cool about yesterday is, is just the fact that he did it. I mean, the guy's house is burning down in Southern California. His wife's calling him every 10 minutes. And, and now we know that he also had this deal on the, back, on the deal with, with Batman. 
and the NHL, and he's got all that percolating. And an hour and a half after signing the deal with the mayor, he was talking to Sonics Rising. I, I the context of that is really cool for me too because. Um, you know, people say he doesn't want it, but he wants it. And he was there. He was sitting in the chair. Any other human being would have been at home with their wife or would have been out in New York. And um, he gave a clinic on how to be deferential to the leagues and um, and how we should pursue these things. I, I just – the whole thing was really cool. Although I sound like an idiot in that interview. I, I was uh, I was a little bit uh, starry-eyed. I also might have had an idea that today's news was coming, and it was uh, challenging to hold that back as well because uh, you never know for sure so yeah um so Otto you uh, Brian I don't know if you heard this part but uh today Otto is trending on Twitter and I saw that actually Otto's face is trending on Twitter and it was because he it was because he tweeted out that uh team name bracket that actually, you need you need to revise that and, and resend it, don't you, Otto? I yeah, it's uh, there's there's some corrections to be made. Uh, in my excitement to get conversation going, um, you know, remember when uh, Tim like you like weekly was like, you guys are arguing about the wrong things. You guys need to be arguing about like colors and names. I was like in my excitement, I was like, we're gonna get a team. We gotta figure out what the name is. I sent it out, and now my timeline is just filled with people arguing back and forth about what the name should be, which is amazing, which so what, is great, and which is what I've always wanted to see. So what, what, are the, what are the trending names right now, Otto? Uh, I see a lot of people want the Mets, but I also see a lot of people don't want the Mets. Uh, I personally don't want the Mets as a name. I'm perfectly okay with uh, maybe doing like, uh, like one game against the uh, Canucks as a throwback, so it's the uh, it's the Metropolitans, which is the Vancouver Millionaires, and I, I believe that was their name when he was playing way. Okay, so I'm totally cool with a throwback night with the Canucks. You know, the the Canucks wearing Millionaires, the Seattle team wearing uh, Metropolitans. We can have a patch. We can honor it. We can we can do all that stuff, right? But yeah. the name just it's just from another era, you know. So. I'm not really a fan of it, if you couldn't tell. But it, it's so great that that argument's taking place now. That, that's my point. I mean, right. the the fact that that got trending is just phenomenal. And, and the fact that people are, are excited about something for a change and not just wringing their hands about something. I, mean, I think there's some extremists out there that are, are never going to be excited. Uh, but I, I think most people... Uh, I think the majority of people are starting to turn around, don't you, Brian? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I'm just, uh, I'm frankly a little tired of it. Like you've got to be deferential to people's concerns and their worries, but, but look, we're getting the NHL and I, I think people are going to start getting excited for it. We've seen it a few times on the site recently where spontaneous debates about colors and names have broken out. And it's only going to get more fun from here. And I think in the very short uh, near future, you now have this expansion opportunity. So you're going to see an organization develop. There is going to be a CEO uh, or a president of Seattle hockey, and there is going to be an advertising and a marketing staff, and there is going to be a campaign around this season ticket drive and all that stuff is going to kick up um, very, very quickly. So, um, 
So I think there's going to be more reason for people to be excited as it becomes a lot more tangible and a lot more real in the coming days. Uh, but, but even in the last 24, 72 hours, I sure hope so. And, and I think Mayor Durkin uh, is going to deserve a huge amount of credit for it too, because it, it was hard with, with um, you know, amongst, amongst Ed Murray's other problems. Um, he, was, he was just not a sports guy. Anyone who went to see his speech after the Seahawks won the Super Bowl gets that it, why it was said that he, he was not born with a sports bone in his body. Um, Jenny Durkin, Mayor Durkin, is a sports fan. Um, she has been for a long time. City Attorney Pete Holmes introduced me to her and told me what a great ally she was several years ago. And um, she's going to make it fun because we have an advocate again. It kind of reminds me of Mike again um, back in the day. So, so we have just so much more reason for optimism than we've had and so many more kind of heroes and people who are coming out and wearing Sonic shirts and tossing Sonic shirt socks at Chris Daniels. Um, hopefully we can make it fun again real quick and people will get enthused. Yeah. So Brian, are you, you're on the beach in Hawaii. Are you drinking anything? I'm not drinking. I actually, I was in the pool is why I'm late. And I, I ran out to come back poolside to talk to you guys before I had a chance to make a drink. But, uh, Given the way my son cried on the airplane today, uh, I will be drinking later. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I'm so I was, I was originally I was a he's two and terrible two. Uh, and very energetic. But I was supposed to leave Monday morning, and I and I I I get tired of these things. I mean, it, people may not know this, but the last Sonics game, I cut out midway through the fourth quarter. I, I just couldn't handle it anymore. The the weight of all these things and the pressure and all of it, it just gets to be too much and you get so burnt out. And so I get kind of, um, I'll say I get kind of pissy and I was like, I'm going to stay here through the campaign, but I'm not going to be here for the vote. I'm not going to be here. I don't care about the ribbon ceremony, you know, the signing ceremony. I'm just gone. And I was originally scheduled to leave Monday morning and move my flight up till Thursday, just uh, because it was going to be such a good week. And I, I'm really glad I did. Yeah. Definitely. All right. John Barr, Um, man, that guy is going to be trending on Twitter. He's going to be everywhere soon. Well, (laughs) he got got Deborah Warren's shirt today. I've been overwhelmed all week because it's just every day people contact me more and more. I'm getting – it's just been – I cannot – I feel totally buried, to be honest, since Monday. And it's just getting worse. Like today was it, was by far the, the 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 biggest day that it's just been crazy. It's amazing when things like this happen. How old friends look you up, right? Yeah, <laughs> people yeah, who have, yeah. people we haven't talked to in a few years. All of a sudden, oh hey, I wonder how you're doing. Yeah. Where do I get yeah, tickets? John, I want you to be honest with me. Get we'll get this. I literally had somebody from the Florida Panthers contact, or he he, he works for the Golden Knights, but he worked for the Panthers, and he and he we interacted a little bit like three years ago, but he sent me a note on, you know, Tuesday right after the vote and like, Hey, how's it going? Like what's going on? And it was just like, man, what a crazy, t- and it's just people like that that are just coming out of the woodwork and it's great. Right. You know, the support's been, been outstanding and, and a lot of congrats and, and a lot of, you know, um, press that I've talked to or, you know, I don't want to say they're rooting for me, but they're very like, they're they're really happy for me and that's that's been nice right because um you know it's 
I've been at this a long time, not as long as you, Brian, but, um, you know, and I, I just want to kind of see good things happen in this city. I love this city. And, and I'm, and just, if, if I've said it before, but I want to make sure this is perfectly clear. Like I'm not a big basketball fan, but I'm absolutely supportive of the Sonics coming back. I mean, I've been to Sonics games and I remember those games and they've been a lot of fun. Um, but it's important to me because it's important to the community. And I know how passionate the Sonics fans are. And I know, you know, I was at those rallies. I was, I was kind of, I've been at all those city council meetings. I have one where it's just a sea of green and me in a Blackhawk jersey. And it's just, uh, I know how important it is and I want to make sure that happens too. So I'm not, I'm not going to be like, Oh, I got my team. I'm out. Like, you know, and I, and I know the NBA is on a different, different timeline and, and I'm going to do what I can, similar to what I did uh, back six years ago when when the first news started to break about a potential arena. We're going to have to yeah. figure out how to talk about this because I, I don't want to I don't want to have to always be saying, well, I really do love the Sonics, but I'm excited about hockey. Well, John really does care. We gotta we gotta find a way to talk about hockey that has all of our enthusiasm and gets people into it. That, that isn't that people know we're not asking you to replace the Sonics. Uh, you know, we're not asking you to, to, to put NHL ahead or substitute or, or do anything like that. Um, it, it's, it's, it's in addition to, and we got to figure out how to talk about that and kind of find that space and then invite people on it. Because I think that there are, uh, there are going to be some fans who feel that they're being asked that it's going to feel the same way it did when people asked us to go watch the Bla- trailblazers after the Sonics left. I, I remember People yeah. used to call me and say, do you, think, do you think that the Sonics fans will respond well if we put Blazers games on the TV? And I was like, no, you know, screw you. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be that. And so we'll, we'll get better at talking about that. But I do think kind of finding this, this way to talk about it in a space that, that, um, that we don't have to always do the disclaimer. Because, um, John, I, I know you're a Sonics fan, man. I know you, you're, you're one of the family, and uh, you've yep. been there and, and – I don't need you to always say it. I appreciate that you do, okay. but I, I for the next too. X number of months, go NHL, go hockey, Kraken, Mets, whatever it is, team colors. Um, I hope we can get in, enthusiastic and excited about that and not keep having to kind of offer these disclaimers because um, the NHL is going to help bring the Sox back. It's not, a, it's not yeah. a, an either-or thing. Yep. Yeah, you know, a conversation I'm looking forward to, not not just the team name, not just the jersey, but um, if you follow the NHL, you know that um, each team has its own distinctive goal horn. Uh, so the goal, when you score a goal, the, the horn goes off, and and what music plays? You know, I, I'm looking forward to that conversation. What what goal horn will fit Seattle the best? You know, it, it's just going to be so much fun talking about things like that instead of politics. There's there's one like line the where Tim Lightweeky started. So, yeah, so there was there was one line in that interview that I wanted to get cut out where, where Tim kind of gets going, and he says, and I want to know how you can do it the best, how you can have the best game day, how you can have the best culture, how you can have the best warm-ups, how you can have the best – and he listed off this whole list of things, you know, like um, about the fan experience and all that. And I was thinking of just taking those and taking the, like, eight things that he put out there and making eight separate blog posts. Let's talk about the culture. Let's talk about game day experience because – yeah, there's there's lots of that stuff, and then eventually we'll get into expansion drafts. And, and let me tell you, if they're paying six hundred fifty million bucks for a franchise, 
they're going to have expansion terms that get them a competitive roster and they're going to be good out of the gate. Um, just like Vegas is maybe, maybe more um, because they're not putting 600 million into this building and 650 into the franchise to toil for, for five years or, or, or whatever while they build an expansion franchise. So that's going to be fun too. When we start to find out the terms of, of their draft and how they're going to put this, this team together. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun guys. It really is. Um, yeah, you know, I almost just don't even know what to say because it's nothing but good news today. And I'm used to talking about nothing but bad news. <laughs> um, yeah, I, enjoy it. Enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, and I, it, I want to say I appreciate you guys and I appreciate the send-in. Uh, it's funny, I, I still feel like our Hard Questions uh, podcast actually in some ways um, – kind of helped set the tone. I kept telling everybody like, look, we can just talk about this stuff. We can just, just talk about it and we don't have to be so worried. And, and I think that um, it made a difference in the dialogue. Um, I don't, I don't think any of us really made a difference in the outcome. I wouldn't, I wouldn't claim that uh, we made a difference in the outcome, but, but in terms of the discussion, what you guys have done here with the sin bin and, and Chris Daniels was on earlier. I mean, Chris is a big time journalist and he keeps coming on and keeps supporting us. And, and uh, I I appreciate him and I appreciate you guys. I I think um, it's a good week for Attaboys. You know, good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's been great. All right. Well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the podcast for this week. Um, but I have a feeling we're going to do another one next week because now we've got fun stuff to talk about again and we've got some productive <laughs> things to talk about. And now I, I'm actually looking forward to doing them again. So uh, I have a feeling yeah. auto set, set a night aside next week, Tuesday or Thursday, and we'll, we'll definitely do an episode next week. And uh, we'll get, we'll get it's it, just we'll, going to be so we'll much get fun. We'll get it going. No, yeah. it's, uh, you know what? It's doing these when things are going well um, is amazing, right? And when they're not going well, you just kind of want to bury it because you just don't want to look at it again, but this is, you know, honestly, this is the, you know, the most hope I feel. I think, like Chris Daniels said, since the the Kings were, you know, were now to, you know, to be sold to Chris Hansen, I haven't felt this much amount of hope uh, in, in getting something real, something tangible in Seattle since then. So, um, you know, just one step, you know, definitely a lot of steps to the NHL and just another step to getting, you know, bringing back our Sonic. So, this is a great night, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like through the roof on the moon, whatever. Um, it's just, this is amazing. And uh, yeah, I just I'm yeah. Just and when excited. you contrast it with how we felt just three years ago with when we failed to apply for expansion, the gut punch that was, and then the gut punch of losing uh. the Kings, and then the gut punch of May second. We've got nothing but gut punches until today, and it just feels right. amazing. No, and and so. And I remember that I remember that summer day. It was a warm summer day, and we had it. We had the uh, Ascendant podcast. It was uh, me, you, Paul, and John Barr, and we're sitting here, and we heard the rumors about you know multiple, multiple um, what do you call it? multiple requests for expansion from Seattle. We're thinking like this might actually happen, and then just you know the following couple days when there's like there was no expansion, it was just like. You know, I remember I confided you and Paul. I said, like, 
you know, I really don't want to talk about this, man. I'm just not in a good place right now. Let's not talk about it because there's like there's there's really nothing positive that can come, you know, doing a show, you know, after after how that went down. But I mean, look look where we are now, right? Like we're we're on the fast track to get an NHL team here, um, you know, opening in 2020. I, you know, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm gonna be able to take my son, my daughter, to an NHL hockey game. And hopefully one day soon take them, you know, to a Sonics game. This, and you know what? It's it's what it's all about, right? It's connecting yeah. with your family, with your kids, with your mom, and and sharing those memories. And 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 that's why I became a Sonics fan. I was sharing my memories with my brothers and with my dad. And so, you know, it's all about building memories with family and friends. And you know, I can't wait to actually see some uh, professional hockey and, and the Sonics again, Kirina. Right. John, you got any parting thoughts guys. for tonight? No, just just enjoy it, right? Like I, I I try to kind of say not get too high or too low on any of these things, but there's sometimes when you just kind of step back and celebrate these these major milestones. And today was a this week was a big one, and just just enjoy it and celebrate it. Don't don't caveat it. Just just celebrate it. It's been it's been a long road since we've had some good news, and this is great news. Brian, parting thoughts for tonight. I think I think John just said it. Just enjoy it. It's it's about to get fun again. And uh I I, I you guys just, just nailed it. It's about our kids. It's I can't wait for the future to take my kids to a game and I'm gonna enjoy it tonight because that's what I'm thinking about. All right. Um, All right boys. my parting my parting thought is that I agree with everything you guys just said. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And so I'm going to bring this episode to a close. I want to thank uh, Brian for joining us, John for joining us, uh, Chris Daniels of King 5 News for coming on, and I want to thank Otto for continuing to be my co-host. And I want to thank all of you for listening. And uh, chin up, everyone. Things are looking good for us now, and uh, we've got good times ahead. And I look forward, and I, I really mean I look forward to talking to you again next week. Until then. Have a great day. Good luck. See you guys. Thanks for joining us in the Sin Bin with Paul Rogers.